Hi, my name is Jen Rulon, and you may know me as Coach Jen. After knocking out 15 Ironman triathlons, I am an everyday healthy human just like you. In this podcast, we will discuss how to metamorphosize into an everyday healthy human through healthy physical habits and mindsets, as well as authentic living. Let's transform together in this journey called life and become the best everyday healthy human ever. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Everyday Healthy Human Podcast. I'm your host, Jen Rulon, or you may know me as Coach Jen. Well, today I'm going to talk to you about how I absolutely hated running, hated it. But then I'm also going to provide you three tips on to help you with your runs as you transition into your own beautiful butterfly, whatever that might be, whether you're getting ready for a 5K, a 10K, marathon, half marathon, Ironman, half Ironman, whatever that might be. But let me explain to you a little bit briefly about how I hated, I hated running. Y'all, if you're around my age, you may remember the physical presidential physical fitness test that we had to take. It was chin-ups for women, her girls, uh, pull-ups for boys. There were sit-up tests, jumps, and then, of course, the mile run, which I dreaded. I dreaded. I think I was either probably the last or the second to last runner, and I was running maybe a nine minute, nine oh five, nine, something like that. And I was the slow one because some of my girlfriends, they were knocking out five, 36 minute pace. Like they just had that mindset of like, I, I got to do a minute. I got to go hard. I got to go fast. Where I was like, Meh, I don't really need to run that fast. Right. I hated running. I don't know what it was. I played, I never played, I never was on the track team. And even when I would run for softball as a warm up, I did, I hated it. We'd have to run around the field a couple times, right? I hated it. <laughs> so during my journey, when I decided I wanted to do an Ironman, I realized, oh, I'm going to have to run. I'm going to have to figure it out. So when I put on my Air Pegasus for the first time, my Nike Air Pegasus for the first time, I thought to myself, okay, well, I'm going to run. You, you sort of know how to run. So you're going to run down a mile and you're going to, in, in your little town of Whitewater, Wisconsin, and you're going to run back a mile, right? And that's exactly what I did. I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't know the form. I didn't know the consistency. I thought, oh, I'm just going to go run you know, that first mile back and, and, and run back. So I thought, okay, I got to do a marathon before I do my Ironman. And I'll discuss that mindset at another episode. But my first marathon was in San Antonio, Texas. And it was before we did the rock and roll marathon or before they did the rock and roll marathon. And my first marathon was like a four hour and 34 minutes, something like that, which is a 1045 per mile, or I know I have some followers who do kilometers, or it was a six 
49 per kilometer. So I was happy that I went under five hours. I thought to myself, oh my God, like this is amazing. I remember seeing the finish line to the Alamo Dome and I got emotional and I started like tearing up and I started having heavy breathing because I thought, oh my God, I'm almost at the finish line. I did this marathon. I did this marathon. So my first marathon in San Antonio, Texas was a 434. And considering I hated running, I learned how to become a better runner and a more efficient runner because my last marathon was at Ironman, Florida, and I clocked a 340.35, which is an 825 per minute mile or a 514 per kilometer. So I literally took off two minutes and 20 seconds per mile from my first marathon time. And I tell people this, that I think it is a lot easier to run a marathon in an Ironman than a straight out marathon. And that will be another podcast for another time. But I want to give you three tips that will help you on your runs and things that I decided to focus on. Now, like I said, you may want to go do a 5K. You might want to go do a 10K. You might want to do a mile. I get it. I get it. I hated running and I got really good at it. Went from a 434 marathon to a 340 marathon. I dropped two minutes and 20 seconds per mile from my first and my last. And this is how I did it. First and foremost, tip number one, start gradual and focus on consistency. Now, the biggest mistake that I see runners, potential runners, people getting ready for a marathon or a mar- or a half Ironman or an Ironman is when they start their running, they start off way too fast. One, and they, and they increase their time too fast. So let's say, for example, you're new to running. Maybe I would have you do 20 minutes of a run, but I would do this. I would break up 20 minutes into five minute segments. So for example, if you were not, if you didn't even start running, you would run a minute, walk four, and you would do that four times, right? And then maybe the next week you would run two minutes, walk three. You do that for still for 20 minutes. Then maybe that next week you would walk or you would run three minutes and then walk two and then do that for another four times and stay in that 20 minute zone, right? Because eventually we want to start you running longer than walking. And this is where a lot of runners will start off or potential runners will start off is that they will go out and run for 20 minutes straight. And then the next day they're like, oh my God, my back's killing me. My knee's killing me. Everything hurts. 
and then they don't finish that they, they don't accomplish what they want to accomplish, right? So if you notice that each week we would increase it just by based off of minutes, whether that's running one minute, walking four, and then running two minutes, walking three, running three minutes, walking two, and then eventually you're going to start running four, walking one, and then you would do five and then not walk at all. But something else that I want to share is that when I put together my athletes' workouts, especially in the running segment, is that I don't have them go more than 10% of a pers- of, of time. So for example, if you are out, let's say you're running for 30 minutes, let's say your longest run is going to be a 30-minute run. Maybe that next week, I would only give them 33 to 35. So another like about a 10% rule, right? We don't want to go longer than 10%. Now I am going a little bit longer if you, if you want to be really detailed about this, but I am having you guys go a little bit longer with my athletes. So I try to give them that I still maintain that 10% rule. Then what happens is that every time three weeks goes up and then I drop them. So they have a little bit of recovery as well. So tip number one, start gradually and focus on consistency. Tip number two, Pay attention to proper form and technique. And this is where my aha moment came in for me. And I learned about the pose method of running. And this is where when athletes jump on board with me, I will say, all right, send me a video, a horizontal video of you running. I want you to run back, down and back. And I got to see your feet and your heels. So the biggest tip that I could give you about pose methods running is go online, go check out the YouTube videos of pose method running, grab books, see what Dr. Romanoff talks about. There are so many people out there that still teach pose method running. I teach pose method running still to this day. Granted, I'm in Costa Rica, so it's a little bit harder to go do events, which I have done events down here in Costa Rica. But the biggest tip that I could give you about pose method running is your alignment is your ears, your shoulder, your hip, and your feet are all aligned, right? The knees are slightly bent. Then what's going to happen is I'm going to have you raise your foot to your knee where your knee is almost at a four. It's at a four. And you're going to see that on the YouTube videos with pose method running. And what you want is you want to be bound. You want to bounce. And what happens is, so for example, let's say, let's everybody get into that. If you're, if, if you're not driving, if you're standing, stand up, think about this, look ahead, your shoulder, your ears, your shoulder, your hip and your feet are aligned and your knees are bending, right? Now I want you to start bouncing just like you're jump roping. That is the type of moment and the feel that we want in our everyday running. We want that lightness of our run. Where do you land? Where are you landing? You're landing on the balls of your feet with a little bit of lightness on the arch, right? Right. 
You're not toe running, you're not heel running, but you're landing on the balls of your feet and just sort of the lightness of the arch. So that is the biggest thing that I could talk to you about in pose method running. And if this is something we want to talk about later, maybe I can get one of my uh, really good friends on who's a, a phenomenal pose method run coach, which I think is a great idea. Pose method running, check it out. Dr. Romanoff, go on their YouTube channel, go onto their Instagram. And if you are in Costa Rica, yes, I could still teach you pose method running. It's a beautiful thing. But with pose method, you don't start off pose method running for 20, 30 minutes, because I will tell you right now that your calves and your Achilles will be on fire if you're not used to running on the balls of your feet. And number three, you know, I'm going to talk about this. You need to incorporate strength and cross training to become a better runner and reduce the risk of over injuries, you need to include that strength training. And this is not because I say it, but I am a big advocate of strength training. But I remember when I started blending strength training and my Ironman triathlon training, and I started seeing amazing results because I started reading a lot of articles about the importance of strength for runners, for cyclists, for swimmers. And if you if you know me, I have that app out. It's Jen Rulon 2.0, and it is only $15.99 per month. In that app, there are over 50 workouts. I go live at least once a week, and the goal is to get you guys out there strength training. It's so important. Now, why is strength training important? If you go check out Charles Polquin, P-O-L-O-Q-U-I-N, he has an article that says top 10 reasons why strength train or why runners need to strength train. And the number one reason that he writes about is that we get faster. If you incorporate strength training, we get faster. And let me quote something that he wrote about in this article. A study that tested the effect of a maximal lower body strength training program on elite runners found that they improved running their running economy by 5%. Even more impressive they increased the amount of time they could run at their maximal aerobic speed by 21.3%. That study is powerful. And you may ask, well, what is running economy or what we call RE? Go back to the pose method running. That is running economy, running if Efficiency is so crucial to have because if you have crappy form, just like the swim, just like your bike or bad form on your bike, bad form in your swim, you're not going to have an efficient swim. You're not going to have that efficient bike and you're not going to have an efficient run. So the three things going back that I see really help runners become a better runner from going 
from going to hate running to becoming a 15-time Ironman triathlete, you start gradual and you focus on consistency. You pay attention to your proper form and your technique, whether that's pose method running or any other type of running efficiency out there. Find something that works for you. Last but not least, incorporate strength training and cross training because that played a huge role in my world. Now, I will tell you, if you runners, and this is a whole other, whole other podcast that I'm going to have to bring somebody on about this, but runners, you will not get bulky like Arnold if you're adding strength training to your to your world. I promise you, you won't because the body, basic exercise physiology, your body will not bulk up like Arnold or like a sprinter, right? I mean, prime example, look at Usain Bolt, tall, lean, not huge muscular, right? But he has muscle. I can guarantee you that guy strength trained back in his prime. Because he needed to, right? You're not going to be like those big, strong heavy lifters because one, you're not doing the power. Two, you're probably not eating a ton. Three, you might not be taking any enhancements either, right? Twice a week, at least that's what I look at. All right, y'all. I am off my soapbox. Once again, those three tips, start gradual, 10% rule, pay attention to proper form, pose method running, and incorporate strength. And if you don't know where to go for the strength, you could go to my app, Generalon 2.0. The first seven days are free. And then after that, it's $15.99. Or if you want to sign up for a whole year, I believe I dropped it down to $125 for the year. So I'm super excited for you guys to jump on there. Once again, there are over 50 workouts for you to do anywhere around the world, whether you are in Costa Rica or you are in the States or Australia or wherever that might be. And guess what? There's a ton of body weight workouts for you to do in the comfort of your own home. If you have dumbbells or kettlebells or band, I think it's great, but it's not necessary. So with that said, I hope this podcast was very helpful, especially if you are starting out and wanting to start your running journey. If you have any other questions, you know where to find me. Go to genrulon.com or you could email me podcast at genrulon.com or you could go to Instagram, Coach Genrulon. And if you are loving the Everyday Healthy Human podcast, All you need to do is like, share, subscribe, make a comment, because as we know, in Costa Rica, all we got to say is Pura Vida and ciao.